Hello, everyone. I am Carly Adair, and thank you for listening to the Carly Adair podcast. I am so excited to have Lauren Salem on the podcast today. She is a journalist for a newspaper in South Carolina. She is so special, so sweet, and such a beautiful woman and peacemaker. We love her. I am so excited to have her on the show. I can't say that enough. In this conversation, we talk about what it means to worship, kind of what we learned in COVID. This was recorded a few months ago. I'm just now getting to editing and posting it because I have been swamped, but nobody cares about that. However, I think that Lauren is an incredible person and I hope you enjoy the conversation. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to my podcast. Hi, Carly. Thanks for having me. Yeah. What are you up to today? Like, what are you doing? Today, I worked from home. The same old usual stuff. And I have my coworker, Marty, who's like asleep down there. Do you see him? Wait, what kind of dog is he again? (laughs) A boxer? No, he's a pit bull lab mix. Oh. Mm -hmm. I've never understood the whole dog thing, but respect. I'm glad. How is Eric? He's good. He's in Ohio this week. So oh, what? And Marty. Yeah, he had to go to Ohio for this like Air Force physical thing. Oh, cool. Well, wow. why don't you give the podcast listeners a little introduction, like who you are, what your story is, what you're like graduated with, what you're doing for work. Um, my name is Lauren Salem. I graduated last May from the University of South Carolina with Carly Dare. And we went to the same church and college and we're in the same small group. And I was also in the journalism school and I graduated in journalism and political science. And now I work for my local newspaper and we're still at home. I cover business and retail. Yeah, I'm just doing a local reporting thing, talking to people on the phone. Sometimes I get to go out and cover stuff but not a ton this past year and we got married in September it's almost been a year well not really (laughs) it feels like it's almost been a year it's been like like triple time spent together I know it's wild September 5th right or September 6th how's that been going married life it's been good we've been home a lot together so soon Eric's gonna graduate and like have a job that he actually goes to and that's gonna be weird honestly like I missed him today oh yeah (laughs) yeah but also it'll be kind of nice to not be in the same space so that's cool otherwise married life is pretty fun yeah it sounds like it I need to get married like ASAP like (laughs) I need the LA Christian man to like marry me okay so like my cousin was talking about that though like my cousin he lives in Pasadena and he was talking about how he was married like 23 years and never spent as much time as he did with his significant other until COVID. Like, because you're literally like with each other, like dawn dusk, like there's no breaks. So I, I can't imagine. And like a newlywed too. That's so fun. Yeah. It's been like, we definitely get on each other's nerves a lot, but then we have to get over it and like be nice to each other. So that part's like, was unexpected but also it's like yeah it was really nice and now it's going to be like we actually have to get used to what normal life is like being married and like not seeing each other for most of the day which I feel like will be weird slash I'm not gonna like that as much but yeah well it is things are like opening back up there's revival coming what are some things that you see changing like what is turning around for you 
like personally, professionally, the whole thing? Gosh. Well, I mean, ever since it started getting like warmer outside, I feel like everything has just like come along with it and everything's gotten so much more hopeful. Um, I've definitely spent more time with my coworkers lately. We've been trying to like make an effort to see each other outside of work and like work together at coffee shops and stuff and just like feeling more confident to see people with the vaccine and everything spreading. Like everything is a million times better already like I'm not having to think about a million things when I see my family or like who Mm -hmm. have I been in contact with like what did I do the past week when can I get tested this um the other for every little interaction so I've never been COVID tested really crazy (laughs) I've just had no reason to be COVID tested like I've never gone anywhere I don't know if that's a good or bad thing but I just work for myself so I've never had to go into an office or a set or never have been able to like go into a school for COVID testing because I've done everything remote, which is insane. But yeah, I'm glad that's over. I haven't COVID, so that's and I haven't gotten COVID, you know. Yeah, it worked then. <laughs> it did. I was like the um the one example of like what to do during COVID, I feel like, because I just stayed home. Really. Yeah. like I actually did not to like gas myself up okay so let's talk about journalism and let's talk about not necessarily like South Carolina's journalism program but just like in general you were like a true journalist like you're not in PR you're not in marketing you're not in social media really like your whole thing is like like really like pure print journalism talk a little bit about that and like why that interests you well I knew going into school I kind of knew for a while what I wanted to do because I'm good at writing and I felt like I'm not creative enough to write a book. So there's really only a few avenues or whatever. So I picked journalism and stuck with it through college and really liked it. Um, but didn't really know what to expect as being part of like the media, which now is like so negative. People hate hate it. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, it's just like it's a it's crazy it's very overwhelming some days to feel like you're just like adding to all of this media that people have every single day like coming into their brains sometimes that feels like too big and I have to focus in and be like okay what am I really trying to accomplish and um, I think local news is something that I wanted to do after school because it's just so accessible for people and it's something that like actually has useful information that are coming to people's communities that people are always going to need and where else are they going to get it from it's actually so true because people are always so worried about things outside of their local community like everything is interconnected but when we scroll on twitter in the mornings we're so pressed about something that is so out of our control and we're consumed with that thought and like that's new to the information age before people didn't know what was going on in in china in europe in california in texas they knew what was happening in their local community and that's like what they cared about so i think that is something that needs to grow because i think we lost that with phones because we thought oh big shiny we can know all that happens in the world and now it's like well actually I think COVID helped with this people are like let's take a step back from the information because (laughs) it's so much noise and it's just all everything is just so divisive and that's so interesting that you brought up like 
feeling like you're adding to the noise, but you know that you're actually adding value. Yeah. I try to focus on that. And I try to actually like right now, today I was working on an article that is like, it's not going to be a game. Like it's, it just is not this game changing award-winning article, but I was just writing about, like, I was getting in touch with all these nonprofits in Columbia and writing about ways that they need volunteers right now after people are finally like vaccinated and can get out and go like they need people to help again and it's just like that kind of reporting I feel like um is just really underfunded and people don't um, notice it as much people are more likely to subscribe to the New York Times but it's like but you know one day when newspapers are closing down because people don't subscribe there's going to be a hole because (laughs) you don't know what's happening in your community and of course there's social media but it's just not comprehensive so no you're completely right and you said you weren't creative enough to write a book why did you say that you are never thought that I was I've maybe because I've never tried I don't know that's so, it right there. You ha- I feel like you just have to try and you'll be an author. Maybe one day. Like, I wouldn't rule that out, but it definitely takes a lot of work to write that many pages consecutively. So that's probably why. I just don't – I probably don't have the work ethic for that at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Yeah. So what else has been going on? Um, what's, like, work-from-home life like? Because I have struggles. Like, right now, I'm – probably like clocked in like three separate jobs if anybody's listening to this like please like (laughs) don't listen I just I'm not good at balancing like the time of like 5 p.m all right it's over like how did you navigate that especially because it's like your first year with like an actual full-time career yeah it's been really hard and I'm honestly I'm still trying to like go through like trial and error to see how I can like work the best like Mostly I've been doing to-do lists recently so that I can like actually focus on things and breaking things down. So I actually get something done and have goals each day. But there are definitely times like I just took like a nap at the end of my day because I was like, I was waiting to hear back from people and I was like, you know, self-care. <laughs> like, no, so I honestly kind of took advantage of working from home too. Like. I like motivate myself like okay if I finish this task then I'll like get a snack or something no that's how I am and no I did that reward system way too seriously like I'd be like okay I get snack after every single task no that is literally me oh my gosh except for it's not a snack it's like a meal but yeah (laughs) whatever exactly like I just I can't deal with working from home I'm like ready to go out like I don't know like I just feel like I'm 21 like I have the armor of God on me and I'm like ready to like rock on because before the pandemic I don't know if I was like as protected spiritually and like let's talk about like spiritual growth during the pandemic because I was just getting hard on myself and I talked about this in the podcast with Rashawn because during the pandemic I was like literally doing like three hour quiet times or quiet times in the morning like I was like so intensive and now that I'm like working it's just like there's it's humanly impossible to do that like you know it's like something that you have to integrate into your every motive of life but at the same time like there's going to be seasons where you're not going to be able to invest as much as we were rested in like peak quarantine like last year so what are like some things you notice that you're like taking out of that rest or you're taking out of that growth assuming that you did grow I know you did I'm, I'm hoping I did too but 
yeah well there's one thing reflection I feel like a lot of days I don't sometimes during the pandemic like getting lost with work and just other obligations I don't even know where I'm at with the Lord and like I know in those times I need to stop and like reflect and like journal and just like I know people do like reflection differently but think about like okay what is actually going through my head because um, I'm like a really slow processor in general so I really have to like give myself designated times to process like what's actually happening in my life or else I can just be like going through the motions like a zombie um, and I've definitely noticed that a lot during the pandemic where I'm like okay it's been a week and I don't even like know what my feelings or thoughts are this week so I need to stop and like process with the Lord um and other than that just like kind of what you said integrating into work like I think I've been just trying to stop and pray like so often throughout the day because I know that that's what I have time for and I can focus on to like be close to the Lord whereas maybe I can't read like sit down and read my Bible for three hours but I can say five minute prayers like throughout the day and so that's what I've been doing a lot lately um and then just trying to like get up at a decent time and um read for like 20 or 30 minutes you know that's good what are those times where you're reflecting look like is it like journaling or yeah I usually journal and I try to like just ask myself questions (laughs) just kind of like benchmark questions you know I'll usually probably like journal through a prayer Mm. so it's like half me like catching up with myself and half me catching up with God yeah see like I've always had such a problem with journaling as you know like I just cannot sit there and like act like nobody's hearing it because I mean God's hearing your journal so it's just like I can't just sit there and be like let me just get everything out let me just get everything out I've never been able to do that because I'm always thinking of the audience you know I'm always thinking of well, I'm going to do this. And like, even if it's just for me, like, I just, I'm always like, I feel like I'm never just like, I can say whatever I want here because Mm -hmm. I don't have the attitude in life. Like I'm not somebody who's just like, Oh, I can say whatever I want. I always like have this, like, I should be here. Like I've been trying to get better at being honest with myself, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm, I've always had that struggle with journaling. So whenever I journal, it's always like a letter or prayer to God. Like, even if it's not like dear God, but it's always just like, uh, this is me writing down my thoughts because I know God's hearing it. And like, even when I try to like, like I go on walks a lot and like talk to myself, but even when I try to talk to myself, like it turns into a prayer because I'm just like, well, God's hearing it. So may as well talk to him. So I've never understood like the whole reflecting thing. Cause I'm just like, why wouldn't you just like bring it to God? But I think like giving yourself a reality check, you know, and sitting down and being like, this is my reality right now. Not what I'm making up in my head. Not what I'm you know, observing or whatever. Like, this is like actually what's happening. This is actually where I'm at. This is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I need to do that. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Like I, I can relate to that. Maybe that's like a journalism thing. Like if you're writing something, you feel like you're writing for an audience or, cause I, I think that in my head too, like my, all my thoughts are like scripted. Mm-hmm. Like <laughs> I feel like they're like paragraph form, like, you know, or like I'm saying a speech like yeah. to my, in my head so at that point it's like why not talk to God if I'm like (laughs) that scripted in my own head 
no that that may be a thing it just may be like a certain everybody's different have you seen that stuff like on tiktok and where they're like some people don't have an inner dialogue or some people don't i don't even understand that do you no sense do you have one yeah i definitely have an inner dialogue (laughs) yeah because like 90 percent of things i don't actually say to people that i probably should but in my head i'm like i have a response that's actually a really good trait though I'm the polar opposite. And it's also bad because sometimes I need to say things and I won't say it for like a year and then be like, why do I have an issue with someone? It's like, oh, because I never said anything. (laughs) See, like I'll like pre-do issues. Like I am new here and I had a problem, but like it wasn't a problem to anybody else because they didn't know me, but I was just like bringing my, my past trauma to this organization and Mm -hmm. I was like assuming they thought of me like less or like they knew me more than they did and so I thought that there was drama there like I thought there was a problem so I communicated and I was like hello blah 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 blah, all this stuff and they were like glad you got that out that's not the case (laughs) and yeah so I just think like I'm I have a lot that I like to communicate even if like the other end like doesn't receive that message yeah no that reminds me of Eric like I feel like like, (laughs) just a little bit of oversharing just because like you feel like someone else might like I don't know I just never think that there's I'm like a peacemaker or whatever if you believe in any of that stuff but that is definitely my personality you are a peacemaker for sure so I just don't normally have problems with people except for in my head Mm. and that's not good like yeah. If I have an issue with someone that like makes me change the way I see them, I should talk to them about it. You know? What um do you think stops you from sharing? Um, fear, like fear of someone not liking me or like or fear of me like being uncomfortable. That's like my big like my biggest idol is like I just want to be comfortable. I just wanted to like chill like all the time. Mm-hmm. So I'd like, that's what prevents me from doing hard things. Yeah, that's good. I just realized like how different we are. Yeah, I, I love that. Isn't it crazy that we're friends? Like we make yeah. like compliment each other. I know we do compliment each other. I want to like tell our story, like our origin story. Okay, you tell it, you tell it. Okay, so Lauren and I, well, I feel like I'm going to tell it wrong. So if I, if I'm wrong, correct me. Okay. But we met through church like I was two weeks fresh to a bible study and she was like it was generally the same time like I was just there like one week before and then she joined this bible study group that we were both like really involved in all of school and we like weren't friends at first but we were like friendly to each other always nice and I think what bonded us was going on like these trips that we went like mission trips with church and just we were always like on the same group and we always were like in the same friend group so I think we just like got to know each other better on those trips um but also we bonded because we were both in the school of journalism at USC and um I feel like do we ever have like a defining moment of friends or do, do just like generally happen over time I feel like out of the friend group like we always just like read the room the same way and that like clicks with us like we always like had the same body language and could like tell like if anything sus was happening so I feel like we just like naturally 
aligned with each other but I don't know if we ever had like a moment did we ever like do anything or like do we just like become friends over time I feel like we just like gradually became friends but I 100% agree I feel like we were both the people that like you know the people like the person you look across the room and you both make the same expression and start laughing (laughs) like the office yeah because I felt like you were just so real and that was like I was like I just, yeah, I want to be friends with her because she's not, like, fake in any way. She is just herself, and I really admired that. <laughs> yeah, no. And you didn't take yourself too seriously either, and that's, like, I think that's what we have in common is, like, I don't know, just it's no point in taking yourself too seriously. Yeah, you're, you're so right. I was, I was just thinking we did have, like, a that one winter job that I guess kind of made us <laughs> closer. I don't know. It was the weirdest job ever. But it was at the South Carolina Press Association. Shout out. But we kind of clicked there. I need to get better at that because I feel like when you're serious and when you're taking life so seriously, there's just so much time wasted stressing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's just really, like, what is the worst thing that can happen like you mess up or you look stupid like yeah that can happen and then you just keep moving (laughs) yeah like nobody ever cares as much as you think they do but Mm -hmm. that's what I that's my that was my mentality like my whole life and then in the past like two years I was like so how do I word this without like gossiping I feel like the past two years, like I was just in environments that made me so fearful because they did care so much for no reason. And I was like, why do you care so much about what I'm doing? And that's why I have this conflict. And I talk about this in all my podcasts. Let me get your opinion on it, because this is just the running thing. When you're held to a higher standard, when you're in a leadership position, when you are claiming to be Christian, even just like on the streets, on social media, on in journalism, whatever it is, like when you put God's name next to yours, what do you think is the line? Because I see a lot of the times everybody expecting you to be authentic and be honest and be transparent, you know, be completely honest about your sin, about what you're confessing, just like be an open book to all. That's so idolized in our culture, just to like be real, be authentic. And I love that. But there's also like this, like, professionalism almost I hate wording it like that because that's not like biblical but like there's almost like the standard where it's like actually like when you're in front of people like do better and so what do you think is like the balance between that when you're claiming to be Christian yeah that's a good question I haven't thought that much about that but my initial like knee-jerk reaction I feel like is just like regardless of what other people are saying or doing is like situationally whatever you're putting out to the world like knowing inwardly like what your heart motivation is for it um and just like knowing if you're putting something out for the glory of God or if you're putting something out for the glory of yourself or for the glory of something else or just because that's what like the world is doing um or what you see like culture doing or whatever I feel like that's just the line and everything that I have to remind myself of like and which is you know so much harder for our generation than I think any other generation ever before because we all have our own social media platforms and can just like do whatever we want and we can post things like 
um, just really impulsively if we want and then not think twice about how people will look at it and judge us but then like everybody's judging everybody which is ridiculous and like sad because we're also all human and we're all learning um and so I feel like there are two sides of the coin like obviously I feel like we have to try not to judge other people because we don't know what they're going through based on whatever they post it's obviously you know one percent of who they are or like the real story but I also think as Christians we have to we do have to hold ourselves to a different standard um but I think we know better than other people like what's in our heart and like what God is leading us to do um yeah you're right yeah I think that comes I feel like you stop doubting or you start doubting when you leave that time with God like when you're in the word and when you're in prayer like that's where your confidence comes from because you're just like I know my intentions are like to do this and I know that I'll like will fail and like you have like such a humble posture and then it's like when you leave that you're like looking for things to grasp onto and that's when you start to doubt like that's at least how it's been for me um so that's actually really good because like you're the only person who knows the inside of you and you can't expect other people to like see your heart you just can't it sucks but you just can't people don't know like only god knows so that's actually really good yeah it's crazy this past year like doing journalism too is um you don't realize like (laughs) just I didn't realize how much hate I would get like yeah like just freaking random like people who read articles and don't agree with something or don't agree with like what our newspaper covers and will just send us like hateful emails or like you know if I wrote the article they'll send it to me and be like why did you write this this is so stupid I'll never read the state newspaper the fake media news and all (laughs) all of this stuff that's just I think becoming more and more normal and people you know don't know me so they like want to reach out and be like you suck because you wrote something I didn't agree with um it's like more and more I'm able to laugh about it but I know like at the beginning I was like I took everything to heart and everything felt so personal where I was like I cannot believe this and I like had like many times where I thought about it and I was like god am I doing the wrong thing like am I like part of this evil media because (laughs) I wrote this article or whatever like you know just having so many like moments where I doubted myself and then coming back each time and knowing that like okay no that's not from God that's from Satan that you know this this or this is evil because someone said so you know and when it's not said and it's not what God was telling me or where God was leading me and so dealing like dealing with that sucks for sure like other people saying you know something about you and then just like doubting yourself when they don't know me you know I know you've gone through that like and that is so good I was like listening to that like for me like I was just like oh so good <laughs> I know we probably need to talk about that more because like I still sometimes will like open an email and someone will like bash something in the newspaper or whatever and I'm like first of all this is what you spend your time on like spreading hate or whatever well in that moment like (laughs) when you're making the decision to think differently about it because obviously like 
I mean, you may be an angel in your initial responses. Oh, oh, I, don't oh I mean, yeah, but like in your head. <laughs> oh, you <don't... laughs> oh my gosh. Stop. So, but like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how do you deal with that? Like, how do you actually like click into, oh, this person is saying that I'm less because something my pastor said this weekend that I thought was really good. He's like, any voice that's making you seem like less is not a voice from God. And mm-hmm. I was like, that power, like everything God wants more for you. He wants love for you and anything that's different than that. Like I, he wants what's good for you, like in align with his word, like he's not going to promise you some prosperity Mercedes, but he's going to like, he wants you to have a happy life. Like he doesn't just want you to like die and go to heaven. So how do you flip that switch? Honestly, yeah, that's true. And I've been I've been thinking a lot about that lately. Honestly, just time with him. Like I can so notice uh kind of what we were saying earlier. Like if I've gone a couple days like without reading my Bible, I'm like meaner, I'm quicker to gossip, I'm like quicker to like hate on other people. It literally all stems from that, like being in his word or being in prayer. Um just makes you more joyful slash makes you realize your purpose in life and when I'm I know that like you know I'm close to God and I'm making that effort it's obvious what my purpose is and everything else is like does not matter at all like not to say that I care about my job less but I really do when I'm like right with the Lord I'm like keeping everything in perspective and it's just like this job is for a season this like life is for a season honestly so if I get fired tomorrow it does not matter (laughs) like just like so many things like that where it's like we're called to work like hard and work diligently but if it's not right for us then God will close the door and it's just like not gonna last and it doesn't really matter (laughs) and there's like freedom in that not to say that like you don't care about life but it's like you know who you're living life for and it's not for me like if I was living life for me then yeah everything would suck because I'm not the most successful person in the room you know don't have the cutest outfit this or that and I would just never be happy Mm. and you know God wants us to have joy but it's not by like worldly success what would you tell somebody if they think like they are living for them or they think that they are like in prayer with God, like they, they're a Christian and they like know God or they know of God, like they know what they need to do, but they still like, can't get over that hump of like, like for me, for example, like what if you're in survival mode? Like, because I was like, I have to pay my bills. Like I have to work this much. Like there's no other option, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, that's none of that matters. Like it's, it's a thing of faith to be like, well, God will provide for my bills. Like still take a day off for a Sabbath. Like you know, and it sucks, but what would you tell that person? Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's true. That is good. A lot of people are like really working paycheck to paycheck and have to think about their work very seriously. And I was definitely in that position in college because I was um, paying for my rent and paying for what was due on my tuition. Um, And that was stressful. (laughs) And I definitely get that feeling, but um, I mean, I would say it still just comes down to like trusting in the Lord more and just asking him every day to provide. And I like, and having that faith that he will. And I've been in situations before where like, I honestly, this is like, you know, 
something that you have a lot of faith to like you have to have faith to even believe in but one time I was in college and I knew that I would not have enough money to make next month's rent and I told my parents and we were all kind of struggling they were like okay well if it comes down to it you know like we'll figure out a way to help you like don't worry whatever but obviously I was worried and um I was definitely a newer Christian but I just went to God and was like God I don't know what I'm gonna do I hate putting this pressure on my parents when they don't have money for this and I don't have money for this like please provide and I swear the next week I had like this huge refund check in my bank account from something that like some kind of insurance thing from school like we got a refund for it but I had no idea that that was coming and I was like you know that is nothing but like God right there I've never prayed for something like that before and then unexpectedly God money and I'm not gonna say that that happens you know regularly but it is like God will provide. And if you're out on the street, he will provide you someone to stay with, like someone who is kind, who is also a, a Christian with a big heart who will let you stay there for a little while and get you back on your feet. It's just like rock bottom will always still have hope because of Jesus. Yeah. And I think we often get too comfortable. Like I know, like I was like, okay, like I prayed for this money. I prayed for this apartment I pray for these things and like the alternative would be I manifested this I have it now it's mine to keep forever let's grow up and that I feel like I kind of fall into that even though I don't follow that I feel like right when I moved in here when I you get these things that you pray for you're like oh thank you god like this was an act from god and then you like internalize it as it's something you did and you get comfortable with it but I think it's that you're right it's the daily wake up and saying like wreck my life like all this could go all this could be gone like I'm not entitled to any of this I'm not entitled to my job I'm not entitled to my car I'm not entitled to my work anything that God has blessed me with I'm not entitled to he can take it away and knowing that you'll be just as blessed without those things and that's so hard like to swallow if you're not like in your word and you're not praying like I mean I live I pass by so many tent cities every single day. Mm-hmm. And I think I it's I think to myself, I have to imagine myself in that situation and content. Like I have to imagine myself like without a home and like being able to be fine because I will have like a faith in God. And yeah. I feel like a lot of people don't do that. Like a lot of people like hold on to what they were blessed with. That was so good. Snaps for that. Because that is that's so true. I feel like I struggled with that a lot this past year of like finally getting to a place of like being financially like comfortable-ish. And then I like realized like, wait, I'm not supposed to be comfortable. Like that means I'm not giving back enough. That means I'm not like, I wouldn't be okay if I, you know, had to pay for something tomorrow and lost all this money. Like that means I'm not where I'm supposed to be with the Lord. And I, I want to start doing that, that practice of like thinking about, you know, if I was homeless tomorrow, like where would I find my joy, you know? Yeah. That was, yeah, that, that was good. And I think like, that's true because we're at an age, let's talk about like being in your twenties. Like you just got married. Like I'm about to hopefully pray for this, get a real job and not like all this freelancing stuff. And I love, I will like probably freelance. I just like, I'm almost out of school. So the thing would be like, 
when you do level up in your career, when you are blessed with, you know, money beyond college, how do you navigate like giving back and like all this stuff? Like, you know, like we're called a tithe easy. I want to know about you. How is like, are you going to a new church now? Yeah. So since I moved here, I started going to a church called Mosaic. Um, they're really, really cool. And they're really, really good. And they're all about like creative. And so that's really been helpful to be surrounded by people who are kind of like minded and whatever, but things are just opening up here. Like they've been closed down for forever and they're just starting to open back up. So I feel a shift changing, which I'm, I don't know like how different it's going to be in South Carolina, but here, like it's literally like a 180 flip because people you know, the liberals, like they love the vaccine. So it's just like, I don't know if I should say that, but I want to, I don't know, but liberals love the vaccine. But the thing is like, I feel a change coming and I don't know if it's going to be different because I like where I'm at now and I need to have an open hand at this, but I don't know like what's going to happen next. Cause I'm wrapping up school. Things are opening back up, which means church is different because I was going to like this house church um, cause the real main campus was not open. So I've been going to this house church and over time I got super plugged in there. Like I started going up, like I just built a community there and now it's like, things are changing. Like, I don't know if they're going to keep doing that or like open the big church, like all this stuff, like it's just changing. And I think change is a good thing. I like change, but it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. So I just, I need to be in prayer about that too, to make sure that I'm making like the right decisions. That's cool. That's exciting. Yeah. Man is, but I feel like it'll be exciting no matter what for you. Cause like, I don't even know if I'm going to stay here. Like I may move back to Clover. I don't know, but whatever. We'll see what happens in July. Oh my gosh. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Like I'm just literally working nonstop and I've like recently, like I've been not in a good mood. Like I found out like somebody I knew like died the other day and yeah I told you this like it just like has not been like my week recently I've been so hard on myself and I've been trying to be easier on myself but when I'm easier on myself like I don't feel right like I think we're supposed to be hard on ourselves but my whole life everybody's like you're so hard on yourself like blah 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 blah. but like why wouldn't you be like that's what I'm so confused about like I get that like Jesus like frees us like I know that but if I'm not hard on myself, who else is going to be like, nobody's telling me what to do. I'm not, I'm making my own money. I'm living on my own. I don't have a roommate. I don't have anything. Like I am the only one who's like holding me accountable. So if I'm not disciplined and I'm not holding myself accountable in all these areas, then nobody else is. It's like finding that line between like having grace for yourself, but also disciplining yourself. And I get that. I think, yeah, I think discipline is good. I definitely feel like I'm doing the right, the right thing when I am disciplining myself, like spiritually and just like in life, if I'm waking up earlier and actually like getting things done, I feel better than when I am lazy or, you know, don't feel good about my work and this and that. So I think there's something to that, but then knowing that obviously there are going to be days when you mess up and you have to like, fail quickly and forgive yourself and keep going so okay let's finish with some hope let's see what is next for you like what are your dreams what is going on like 
are you moving? Like what's going on in the world of Lauren? Gosh, I don't know what's next either. Or I kind of know what's next, but we're kind of in the same boat of, I don't know what to expect soon, but um, Eric, my husband is in the air force and he graduates soon and commissions soon. And so I know that we're going to be going somewhere relatively soon. I think we still might have about another year here in Columbia, but um, that's a whole adventure in and of itself because first of all, like we never know when or where we're going to be stationed somewhere else. And that seems scary, but I, I honestly am really excited for it. And I like adventure and I, don't want to stay in the same place for too long so I'm really excited to like move and um see what happens next but um that'll be coming soon so I'm not sure it'll be sad to say goodbye to everybody in Columbia but I'm really excited I think I really do think the Lord's like calling us to get outside of our comfort zones and have to like rebuild like and make a new community somewhere else just because that's good for us you know no, I know. And like the thing is, like you and Eric together are just like so like powerful almost. Like just not even like in a couple way, but just like you're as individuals, like you guys just like are so on fire for God and just like go out of your comfort zones anyways. So I feel like you're meant for that. Like that would be such a cool thing to like like spectate from afar, just seeing you guys like making your own thing because it's it would be great. Thanks. I'm excited. Yeah, we definitely have like dreams of one day of like doing like a nonprofit ministry something and I hope that you know I hope that that happens if it's in like God's will but I'm also kind of deciding like when we move I might go back to grad school like I don't know I don't really I don't I'm trying to decide between like counseling um which I would go to grad school for or um I've thought about law school, but I don't know. Either way, I want to do something that like helps people where like however that would be good. And I I have no idea. Like I have no answers at all for the future. So we'll have to see. Like you and me both, we'll see where we end up. Yeah, we'll see where we end up. And I'm excited. I think just like an open hand, positive mindset being in the word, trusting God, and just, like, doing your best. I don't know if I already said that. (laughs) That's all you can do. Snaps for that. (laughs) I'll make, like, a graphic for Instagram with that. (laughs) Beautiful. Okay, well, I'm going to stop recording, but hold on. I'll end it. it. Thank you so much for listening to this conversation. Make sure you follow Lauren on Instagram at Lauren Salem. And make sure you follow me on Instagram at Carly Rose Adair. And most importantly, make sure you follow at Carly Adair Podcast on Instagram because that's where you'll hear all the information. If you have any topics you want me to talk about, let me know. But thank you guys for listening and I hope you have a beautiful day.